Hola. Bonjour. You have anything to add? No. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Skipper and the Greenie podcast. Uh, we are here today. We've got Skipper, who has 10 years experience in the industry. Hello. And me, Greenie, who is has just completed the second season. Um, working on a real-life super yacht uh, as real-life crew. Um, and... We have gathered today to talk about what do super yachts do in the off season? What do us as crew get up to when they're not cruising around the med, basically? So we're going to talk about the transition to a normal life to begin with, because the med season is obviously really, really hectic you're there for someone's enjoyment on their holiday and then when they go away for the winter <laughs> then we're just left to do our own thing well ish yeah so what what do we do um the positives about it are that we go back to a basically a proper job in terms of hours because in the summer we do every and all hours depending on you know what the owner guests want you to want you to do so that it's really nice to be able to go back to a nine to five as such, even though it's not nine Working to five. Working nine to five, yes. but it's not nine to five. It's eight to five. <laughs> so eight to five is pretty normal. Yeah. Monday to Friday. Yeah, which is nice. Um, it basically just, you know, it, it gives you your evenings back, which is always a big plus. Because um, it just, you know, you just you get more time in the winter. Um, you know, there's the positives around it is, yeah, you get to do those sort of things. Uh, one of the bad things can be, though, if you're in a port where crew have homes to go to or, you know, just have an apartment. Places like Palmer, a lot of crew tend to rent somewhere or something like that. I mean, it's fair enough to do, but also, you know, you have crew that actually live there. And so if you're on watch, for example, you could end up being the only person on the boat that night because everyone's gone back to their houses. Um, which is can be a bit of a downer, a bit of a shame. But or I guess it gives you your privacy, which you don't get at all during the summer season. Um, yeah, so I think if if you are joining a boat that has a home port, there are those advantages. So if it always goes back to the same place every winter, you have the opportunity, and if you see yourself staying on that boat for a while, mm. you have the opportunity to... Um, yeah, get your own residence there. Um, yeah, I mean, like, like, like our, through our experience, previous boats we worked on, Engineer, for example, had been on the boat for 10 years and it always goes back to its home port. And so he had his own apartment. He also had a Spanish resident, residency, which is, you know, really useful with Brexit because um, he was British. Because he um, had an apartment. Yeah, because yeah. he had an apartment. So, yeah, there's, there's those advantages of doing it. Um, but yeah, if you're someone like us that hadn't been on that boat for very long, so it was like um, one of those things where we would have to, we would do our watches and everyone else has gone home or like they would have local friends. So yeah. like, you know, they would go to their local pub and we would be like, oh, all yeah. right, well, I guess we'll sit on board and watch a movie or something, which, you know, sometimes is really nice. But when you're in a 
somewhere for you know four or five months possibly more depending on how long the boat's um in like a shipyard for or whatever they're doing uh yeah i mean but you do have your evening so as long as you're not on watch you can go out yeah yeah. go out for dinner well exactly you can go you could join the local gym and go to gym classes or work out in the evenings because you have a set schedule you know that you're going to be working monday to friday eight till five yeah. which is nice and it's nice to go get back to sort of normality in that sense and um you know so you, you can... have your week if as long as you're not on watch again you have your weekends free so you could go explore or some people even especially from places like parma or barcelona so people even fly home for the weekend you know fly on the friday night come back either sunday night or early monday morning which is an option because it's you know it's not a long flight um, yeah. which is nice to have those sort of options but it's your the winter's your opportunity to start put your life back together to build a life basically yeah because uh, your and then your it all, life then it all goes to shit again yeah because <laughs> your life gets taken away from you uh when you're actually in charter mode yeah i mean um, it's at that point it's um it's boss time isn't it and it's fair enough because it's their boat and it's the only time normally that they get a holiday. So, like, it is up to them. You are at the mercy of them. A lot of boats go across the Atlantic as well, which is obviously needed to say. They so, go do another Car- a Caribbean season. So if you're a dual season boat, that's what that is. So you'll do the med season in the summer months. And then in the winter months, you'll go over to the Caribbean season. Mm, so it's um, pretty hardcore. So you you might only have like a few weeks in a shipyard period. Um, and those few weeks, because it is all crammed into a few weeks, it probably won't be eight till five, actually. You'll just be working around the clock to get it ready for the next, uh, for the crossing. And yeah, then, uh, Week- no weekends and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah so. so dual season boats, yeah, you, you know, you probably do quite well. But you do also it, tend money to Money wise, get... but you have, yeah, you will not get a rest. You tend to get more time off, though, in terms of you're not more normally boats that do that tend to be rotational crew yeah so you'll get your two but, months so that's or like whatever. the upside or that's the difference whereas like you know you might get boats like us that will sit in a port for the winter um but you know but you don't get rotational so like you're just full-time crew but then you get like allotted holiday um like you would on a standard job for like contracted work sort of thing you have like a certain amount of days of holiday that you can take a year yeah, and but, you wouldn't have taken any of those days during the summer, so no. you can, well, in the winter, it's holiday season, basically. Yeah, but it depends how high up you are in the crew. If you're on a bigger boat and you're junior crew, you're normally the ones to draw the short straw. All of the captain, engineers, that sort of thing, they get to go on holiday first. Oh, yeah. Everyone can't go on holiday at the same time. But So, like, you're normally the ones to draw the short straw over the holiday periods, but... You do get more time for sure. So one of the main things that we wanted to talk about, really, especially in our lives as such, is um, it can be can get a bit uncomfortable. I mean, you're technically in like a shipyard, aren't you? So like, if you think about just sort of like a work yard um, in general, that's kind of where you live. That's where you've situated your house for the winter. So there's a lot of dirty work going on around you. There's a lot of, you know, sometimes we get woken up by like the sound of like, grinding or hammering and stuff like that and it's a very dusty place to work as well so it can be quite uncomfortable well just this morning we got woken up by uh motor yacht sort of next to us and they decided to do a wash down but they were doing it (laughs) doing a wash down with the the loudest most unsociable (laughs) 
music ever. Yeah. Um, and that which sounds, they started. It sounds so old. I know, but they started it at eight a.m. and it's just really antisocial. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, it is actually because we're in Spain. It is actually a bank holiday here. Not that that means anything for for yacht crew, but like we're not that far away from the town, and sound does travel. And so I wouldn't be surprised, you know, 8am, that music has travelled down into the town a little bit. So it's, yeah, it's a bit uncourtesy of them, but that's not what I really meant. I mean, yes, that is part <laughs> of people playing loud music, but yeah, it's 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 where most of the dirty work and the big jobs get done is in the shipyard on the winter period. So you uh, the boat's constantly dusty, hence why that boat next to us is washing down. Mm-hmm. Um, because you, you wake up one day and it's, there's dirt, dirt everywhere. And that can get you know transported into the in- interior of the boat so it's, con- it's it's a lot of constant cleaning and maintenance but uh, as it always is but a little bit more when you're in a shipyard yeah that's for sure and the workmen coming in and out so annoying <laughs> yeah so the best way to describe it is that you know the boat's your house and then you get lots of different workmen coming in and out all the time well they've and... all got their own jobs yeah so there's not it's not like the set workmen that come in it's like two guys are here doing one thing and like another guy's coming in and out doing something else yeah um the the winter lists which we'll touch on about like the maintenance that gets put on a lot of it is specialist stuff so you you know you hire external experts to come in and do the jobs but it does mean that you have lots of random strangers sometimes especially where we are don't speak a word of english (laughs) they're all spanish and they just sort of wander onto the boat quite early in the morning sometimes. So, like, you'll wake up and they're, like, waiting at the end of the boat, like, waiting to come on. So, you know, it's, it's just, it, it gives you a little bit less privacy than you would possibly like. And the, um, they're coming in and out. So it means that doors and hatches and things need to remain open because they're constantly coming on and off the boat, um, which is fine but it's not that warm, <laughs> you know. It's it's lovely sunny, like it's sunny pretty much every day, um, blue skies, but it is cold out there. You know, it is December for us right now. Um, well, it's December for everyone. Yeah, I know, but it depends when you listen, doesn't it? Um, so right now it is December and it uh, it's not that warm. So yeah. what pisses me off is, you know, you have to have everything open because they're on and off the boat all the oh. time. But also because for us, maybe not so much for the bigger boats really, but for us because our living space is is actually also the guest areas everything's covered up and protected but like there isn't a crew mess there isn't a crew area on this boat no we use apart guest from areas. our apart from our bedroom yeah um which is our own our only privacy on the boat so um but so we you know so we eat in the guest areas and stuff um just not not with all of the shiny varnish out and you know the fancy <laughs> plates and stuff but yeah. um it just means that because of the way that this boat is where the maintenance is happening is also our living space so that can be quite uncomfortable like for example a floorboard might be lifted up or taken away um because they're doing something underneath that floorboard in a bilge um you know that's where the pipes are the electrics are so that could be directly below our feet where we normally eat lunch not so much on the bigger boats i can imagine unless there's work going on in the crew mess but for us and smaller boats in general like it makes your living space less of a home because it's turned into especially if it's ongoing work you know there's tools everywhere things are half done so like things are half used half not used that sort of thing um and if you've been listening to the podcast um you'll know that uh during the 
season we had major refrigeration issues yeah um major fridge issues so they're still ongoing they're still ongoing they're not issues anymore they're being fixed but it's still a a juggling act yeah so some of the workmen that have been coming and going are messing around with the with the fridges um so basically yeah we live here and then i'll just get told in the morning oh you won't have a fridge today or or we (laughs) we have technically three fridges and it's like a game of musical fridges that one day this one's on because they're working on another one and then so you have to move everything out of that fridge over to the other fridge and i feel like over the past like month we've used every single fridge for like maybe two packs of ham yeah (laughs) yeah it's actually ridiculous it's and it's annoying you know we do live here and you have these workmen obviously they've got a job to do um but yeah they're like sorry we're going to turn this fridge off today it's like okay move everything out (laughs) and then the next day oh we're going to turn this fridge off today or like one day it's like oh we're going completely dead ship so there's no No electrics no electrics at all but but again, that that again is a, is a massive us problem in terms of the <laughs> fact that we're on a smaller boat. On a bigger boat, there might be twenty fridges, and they might be only working on one particular fridge, and it, so it doesn't really matter. But because we're using the same fridges that are used all year round, um, it yeah, it turns into an issue for us. Um, also, um, this has happened to us. Uh, we'll go. Work continues to go on on the yeah. boat even when we're not on it. Yeah, so, it, it has to. We we um we're quite lucky in the sense that we're we can lock the boat up and go on holiday, um, because there is only two of us. Um, uh, most super yachts, the way it runs is that someone has to be at least one person has to be on board at all times. But it doesn't mean that work stops when we're not on board. So we'll leave a key with yeah. the marina sort of thing so the the workmen that we have um you know organized like when we know what's going on but while we're gone especially if they do have to like go dead ship and turn everything off it's better to do that when we're not on board so we yeah. will purposely uh arrange for things like that to happen while we're on holiday or you know away for a bit mm. um which is great, you know. You think, oh, perfect. You know, you're not around when all this is happening. We'll we, come back. And we'll it'll come be back. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back, expecting it to be done, and walk into an absolute mess. I don't think we've ever been away and come if, back, and it's all been hunky dory. <laughs> it seems as if when when we're on board, the workmen are tidy. When we're off, they feel like they can just sort of leave their crap everywhere. They'll just, I don't know. It's for example. We have several cabins that are like within the area of normally where work's been put on, and we'll and you know we've done all of the washing and all the cleaning and and everything is in its allotted space, i.e. the guest towels are in the drawers, the sheets are in the drawers, that sort of thing. But they're ready for next season when we got to make the bed for the first time. Come back after a holiday, and they've gone through those drawers, found guest towels, and used them as drop towels to put their tools on and stuff. It's like in whose right mind is that okay? Yeah, like, when you see a towel folded the way with a guest, the name of the boat on yeah, it, yeah, and, and the name of the boat like facing up, like folded like a guest towel in a drawer in a cabin that looks like packed down and yeah. clean. Why would you think it's okay to go in that drawer, get that towel out, and then use it for your tool? Um, why are you not bringing your own? Drop are you cloths? mental? <laughs> it's like, have these people worked on a super yacht before? Have they ever you know, done work on a boat that's before? The, that's the weird thing is, you know, we're in a we're in a 
it is a super yacht marina. We're not like it's us next to low little boats. We are the smallest boat in here. So yeah. the people that come in here work on these boats. They know how expensive they are. They know how, you know, how they got to really look after them. And yet sometimes you really question. Yeah. Like what they is what this went your first day? Like what? Going. really, <laughs> really? <laughs> and they know as well when we're coming back and when we've gone away because we have to we tell them because as well at the same time this marina is great they look they keep a lookout for the boat in case some rough weather comes through or something so they know exactly when we're coming back and yet sometimes it's like it looks like they didn't expect us to be returning today you know like oh there's crap everywhere so like for example this time with the fridges we wanted the fridges done when we were away but for some reason they got the compressors had been removed and nothing had been done about it so we came back with no fridges available for us yeah and it's, it's like, and it's like well, we that... specifically arranged for this to happen yeah. while we were gone so that we didn't have to live without fridges then we get back and there are no fridges exactly it's first world problems but it's just the problems that you have when you're <laughs> super yacht crew and in the winter they the workmen are pretty good like we said when we're around because they'll come on board with their little like paper shoes what are they called like I know, yeah, cover like, and cover your shoes up. Like little yeah. hairnet things that go over <laughs> over your shoes so that, you know, they don't walk their boots over everything. They're all really careful, you know. Blah, blah. And I guarantee you, when we're not here, they do not bother doing that. Mm, <laughs> so they're the uncomfortable situations of being in a winter period on board a boat. But there is, like we said, lots of positives. Like you get the... Holiday time. You get holiday time. You, it's, the, it's the only time, really, unless you're on a rotation... Um, like the big boats do it's the only time really you get a chance to go home see your family relax try and get some energy back in you um especially you know winter times over the holiday season um go see family friends you haven't seen in ages catch up with everyone so that's that's great and like i said you get your life back so if you if you normally enjoy a hobby you can actually start doing it yeah, again exactly yeah so like um for example, we we go to the gym, the local gym here. Um, like, if it's your first time in a new port, it'd be like a good, it's a good idea to look up something like that. If that's what you like to do, fitness wise, you can explore because you might be in a, a place that you've never been before. But you actually, because you, you have your weekend off, you can explore that area, go do touristy things, that sort of thing. I'm sure if you're with other crewmates as well, they'll probably want to do the same thing. You could all hire a car together, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're, like we're never too go far. On excursions. Along this coastline and south of France, of that, you're never too far away from the mountains. So loads of crew hire cars and go up snowboarding for the weekend, for example, or something like that. Yeah. Like, that's great. But yeah, if it's like your first, we might, you know, people listening here, might be your first ever off season. Maybe the boat normally crosses the Atlantic, but this time they're doing a shipyard period. Get yourself into a new hobby. I know there's a few guys around here, especially that go and do like, they go, they're in like a triathlon club. And they go swimming and stuff every every evening. Um, the gym that we go to, the, they do like awesome gym classes. You love going to those, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, or you could try and find if there's uh, anywhere. Um, they do racquetball. Is it racquetball? Is that what it's called? It's like quite new. I've, I've never done it and I only heard about it. No, it's, ju- it's just called racket, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've forgotten now. <laughs> Either way, there might, I be, don't, I don't there might do... be a tennis club. There might be golf. I've seen a few boats, a few crew walk past with their golf clubs around here because there's a big golf club nearby, isn't there? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, doing stuff like that. Local clubs, having a hobby. Or if you're not, if you don't want to do anything like that, then, you know, 
you can just read <laughs> again. It's a good time to read a book. It's Absolutely. a good time to read a book yeah. or like study. So, um, you know, winter periods in a, in a shipyard because you do have your evenings and weekends back. It's a good time to. Uh, learn a new skill learn something new yeah, yeah. Exactly. um study, or like, or like, like read improve. books that are you know learning books not like actual like textbooks as such but i mean as in you've got books for example we've we've read the book our teacher has to be rich is that what it's, is that what it's called i will teach you i will teach you to be rich to be which rich, is yeah. ramit sethi sethi that's the one <laughs> um it, that like you know it's a great book just about sort of finance over that and finance in terms of yachting's yeah, quite it's a, a big good book, deal but i i preferred uh the money psychology book yeah i can't but remember books, who wrote that but books like that you know um um or like or listening to a podcast is great as well <laughs> we also listen to diary of a ceo that's a very very big podcast yeah um but they have loads you know or interview style podcast that brings on loads of cool um interesting people and just you know stuff like that it's really cool to to learn about those things and it's the most amount of time you have you don't have a chance to read a book on season or or really listen to podcasts unless i guess you're doing a watch but like it's diff it's very difficult I, although I did, I did read quite a lot this summer. <laughs> <laughs> and well, yeah. I, the difference here is that when we're sailing, which is the majority of the time, she'll sit there and read books, which is fine. <laughs> I read, <laughs> I read loads to. this summer. She's to, but like, yeah, she doesn't sail, whereas everyone else is sailing. Well, not everyone else. The 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 male. <laughs> be like a a boys' club that you all go sailing, and the we all just sit there yeah. until it's time for me to make lunch. So, <laughs> that's, yeah, exactly. That's how it works. Yeah. So, like going back to the way that sort of the boat is run in the winter, you normally have you normally go down to a skeleton crew. So you get you get um you get boats that will have just seasonal crew. Yeah. So they? sorry, greenies. That normally means that you're out. <laughs> <laughs> it normally means you'll be hired for the summer which is great that's what you need and then you're gone in october if if the boat's not crossing or or if it's not sometimes if you've got a major refit uh, a major sort of part of the boat you know needs to be done they don't normally keep on uh, it is actually more the interior crew that goes rather than exterior sometimes exterior are kept for general dogs bodies of painting and sanding stuff like that but the interior if you think about it, the, they'll keep the, they'll keep someone on. Well, the, yeah, but the chief stew normally. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the 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 junior stewardesses and stuff. If you think about normally in the interior, you pack everything away at the end of the season. You do like infantry check, clean everything, make sure everything's ready, and then you kind of after that, you especially the chief stew kind of turns into the mum. You know, looks after the crew that are still here. Sometimes the chef has also left. The chefs normally just do seasonal. So then the chief stew tends to then be the cook. Yeah. So then that's their job for the winter. Because if there's any technical work to do inside, like carpentry and stuff, that won't be the stewardesses doing it. That'll be a deckhand car- carpenter who they might have on, or, so, or or they might bring on people or contractors. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so the winter normally consists a lot more. It's it's. An engineer's busiest time of the year, isn't it? Like as long, well, as long as they're doing their job right and the, the engine doesn't break them for the season. Yeah, so engineers <laughs> are keeping the thing going all season. Yeah, you know, just like patching it to get. Their busiest time is normally 
Yeah, so the the winter time will be the th- all the Everything things that broken. went wrong in the season that they like sort of just bodged together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to have to actually fix yeah, in the winter. Exactly. Yeah, which um, can consist of them actually more being a manager for contractors if it's specialist stuff, or doing you know if if it's a big enough engineering team. Like on the big boats, you know, you don't bring in contractors. You've got specialist engineers on board, so you'd have the chief engineer that would be the manager, and then all of the mini engineers <laughs> mini engineers they sound like oompa loompas <laughs> that is not what I mean <laughs> but you know what I mean is in they don't the need to, they don't need to hire external specialists but they yeah that's their busiest time it always is and like you know it, it's stuff like um servicing the engines and the generators and servicing the motors on board and then maybe there's stuff in certain guest rooms that have broken. You know, they'll have a long winter list of jobs to and be done. And the, these all have to be arranged, which is what you 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 sort of do. They have to be arranged in a logical order. Yeah. So, like varnishing, there's always varnishing that needs to be done on wooden boats. Yeah. Um, people like you know run their hands down um, banisters, but with rings on and stuff. Yeah. There's a scuff. So you don't you, varnishing is you need to ideally do last <laughs> like after all the other work's been well yeah but and also in the better weather things this, need to dry the mornings here are you've got a lot of dew you know like it's uh, you don't you can't do a lot of varnishing in the winter time because um, there's more moisture in the air. Uh, it's got to be dry. It's got to be not too hot as well. There's a, there's a whole load that goes on with varnishing. But yeah, so there's there's sort of a um, a hierarchy, let's say, on the list of what should be done first. You know, you do all the interior stuff in the winter time, and then just before the season, that's when you start to do the prettier stuff. Say the polishing of the hull um, is a big one to make the boat shine again, and that sort of thing. You know, there's no one doing it at the beginning because then all this muck and dirt goes onto the boat again, and then you have to do it again. Yeah, exactly. A lot of my job in the winter, because I am technically the captain engineer, that's my role really. We don't have an engineer on board, but I'll end up, if there's anything specialist, I'll end up um, just managing and overseeing contractors. It's most of my day-to-day work in the winter. Literally all you do is babysit contractors at the moment. (laughs) Yeah, and they, they, they come and ask me, like, is this okay? What do you want here? You know, check this, check But they're also, they're going through things so that you understand it as well because it'd be like they'll, they're literally yeah, changing yeah, the function of things yeah. so you they then need to show you how it now works yeah. and how but this switch is now so going to be doing this I can write a report that gets sent to uh, our boss as well you know because yeah. they they want to know just as much as going on but I'm there you know they're in between and instead of them getting a technical report from an email from a company randomly, which is not useful, um, it needs to be explained to them as well. So I've really got to understand what they've been doing. I can't just let them fill around the electrics and then go, yep, yeah, cool, that works now. Yeah, yeah, you have to actually understand what it is they've done. Exactly. Um, so that if it, I yeah. guess when it goes wrong again, yeah. <laughs> you know why. They, yeah, so yeah, other things that get done, the boat boats get lifted sometimes so these massive boats there's huge cranes that will lift them up onto a dry dock it's called so they're at the water for a while um we'll, we normally do that every year as well but it's normally to check the hull make sure there's no holes in it corrosion anything like that um sometimes as well the boats get repainted on the bottom which is with a special paint called anti-foul which prevents any it's nasty stuff 
um, because what it does is prevents any anything growing on the bottom of it. Because you know, think about it. if you think about an old boat that you might have seen that's been sat in the sea for ages, it's got barnacles and seaweed on it and stuff. That's the antifoul stops that from happening, and that has to be done occasionally. So that is one of the things. But that again is a whole new ball game in terms of living on board. Um, then you're really in a proper shipyard. Listen to our previous ones. We spoke about when we were lifted out last year. Well, yeah. well not last year. End of the season. Feels like a year ago, but it no. was still this year. Just the beginning yeah, of the season. The beginning of the season. We when were... we had our fire. Yeah. Um, but that there was we were a fire. Lift, and... We were lifted out. Then. Fire in the engine room <laughs> yeah. while we were in a dry dock. So yeah, so check that f- episode out. <laughs> it's all fun and games. That can be a very uncomfortable time. Um, a lot of boats actually will put their crew up in um crew houses when that happens yeah uh, because but because it's just us two it, we we do just end up staying on board yeah. but ideally you're just not out of the water for very long um interior wise though winter jobs tend to be you've mentioned it inventory so go through everything make sure everything's in its right place put it all away yeah, it for might the be, winter might be things that are broken you know, yeah sort of uh things that need to be replaced um so arranging that organizing everything um cleaning everything uh covering everything over things like having the cushions like deep cleaned yeah so they all get taken away uh deep cleaned Maybe you have to sit yeah yeah <laughs> again we'll arrange that for when we're off the boat um and then um you know buying like sourcing the things that need to be replaced so on my list there's a shower curtain that's a bit iffy um and uh, a milk jug that we need now uh then also got oil all the floors in our boat so every single like floor panel needs to come off be oiled Um, waxed aren't they yeah yeah and then it makes them shine basically it's like a protective wax that goes on them and uh then things like deodorizing mattresses yeah which does seem like a a job for a job's sake but there we go (laughs) (laughs) if you think about it like if you only sleep in a bed in a bed for eight weeks of the year do you really do that i don't know (laughs) maybe ours ours should be done yeah you don't really do that for the, your no. bed in your house and you sleep in that every day <laughs> yeah yeah that's very true but there we go that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of it really that's what goes on i mean we i'd love to go into depth of like what happens at a car in the caribbean season but we've never done one so we're not the people but I, we might what, i assume it, it's more of the same it'd be good to bring someone on and we could do a guest episode with someone that's you know because it might be more of the same but I've also heard it is it is different to a med season. It's it's actually more relaxed. It's shorter. Uh, it's shorter as well. Yep. Which yeah, which is one of the main hard parts of a med season. It goes on for a long time because you've got the nice weather for a lot longer. Yeah. Whereas uh, in the Caribbean, you kind of have to get out there before hurricane season yeah. hits. Otherwise, you're actually stuck. You can't really cross the Atlantic. But yeah, that's that's the only other thing. Otherwise, that's what they do. Like these boats don't sleep. That's the thing. Like people. Yeah, the super yacht world does not sleep in the winter. There is. The, just... They don't get put to bed and that's it, sort of thing. No, you you can never turn these things off. That that's mm. what makes the super yacht a super yacht. Is basically they're always on. There's always systems running, so they can't just be switched off and like yeah. walked away from. You can't turn the fridge off when you go on holiday, sort <laughs> of thing, or check the TVs <laughs> off. It's uh, if if you turn these systems off, it doesn't do them any good, basically. Yeah, because um, they majority of them are run by um especially all of the cooling systems stuff they're run by saltwater cooling 
And so if you think about if you leave salt water sat there sort of stagnant in the pipes, it will, you know, grow and clog up and stuff. So you've got to... Corrode. Yeah. And you've got to like run the engines every so often so they're not sat there as well. Um, Even down to flushing the toilets because the toilets um, are not, you know, your normal toilets. They've got their like suction toilet and just uh, having the pipes sat there with nothing in them is just not good for them. Um, there's lots of things, little things like that, that you you don't really you don't really think about in a house because I guess I guess to a certain extent you don't ever stop a house from running either. But this you have to treat a subio the same way. Yeah. Yeah. You can't treat it like a rib where you wash it, cover it, and leave it for the winter. And um, yeah, subiots don't they they'll get lifted out the water to have jobs done but they won't be lifted out the water for a winter but just because it's winter yeah like then they don't that doesn't because they they have to have like i said they have to have salt water running through them for systems to work so you can get these things called cooling towers which uh, uh allow you to have water still running through your systems on the dry dock but they're really expensive and they're you know you have to bring something external in which would cost the boat a lot of money yeah it's not like a small boat because i know that a lot of people have small like pleasure boats that they'll use in the summer and then they'll take out the water and put to bed in the winter but but their reasoning for doing that is because they don't especially things like ribs they won't have anti-foul on the bottom of them yeah because there's no need so they lift them out so that they don't get loads of growth on the bottom of the boats but big boats yeah we're we're all in the water we're always here and we're always in everything's always on Uh, (laughs) so yeah the super yacht world does not stop in the winter it just becomes like a normal job though yeah which is nice it's uh it's nice it is the best time for us to um catch up on life yeah and and do and do the stuff we want to do and have some stability because um it, you know people always think it's very glamorous like oh you get to travel around the, the mediterranean you know new place every day yeah great fine <laughs> <laughs> okay I, I guess uh but it's actually nice to be in a place for a little while it's nice to be somewhere and be like okay right we're here for a well yeah like like i said we have a gym we go to you go to classes you get to know people especially if you know you're coming back you um you get to know the boats that come back each winter as well you get a bit of a little bit of a community so it feels a little bit more like a home whereas if you're traveling around the neighborhood yeah like um the worldwide traveling yachts all sounds great and glamorous but you don't stop so even though you might think you're seeing these places you might not get to go off these boats because that's what the guests get to do and you like you don't get a chance to sort of build a home for yourself it's constant traveling which is fun for a little while but for me it is fun for a little while yeah it is fun for a little while yeah a little while is the key (laughs) is the key there isn't it yeah for us the summer is hard work but it can be good fun and yes you get amazing weather and stuff but the nice thing about knowing that you're going back to a base at winter is that you know there's an end, if that makes sense. You've got something to look forward to. You've yeah. got you've got a time where you're like, okay, this is when I get my life back. Whereas I, I like we, I've never done a dual season boat and stuff, and I think that could be really difficult unless you're on a rotation. It's it could be so difficult. I think to, um, I think dual dual um, season boats. I think if you're working on one, I I don't see how you could do it for more than eighteen months, maybe two years. After that, you'll just be wiped out like mm. it surely is then as soon time. as you stop you'll be knackered yeah i yeah. think if you've just done back-to-back seasons for like two years i feel like that's when 
you're like, oh, I'm done for a year. And mm. you'll just take a year off yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something. Mm. You know, you just need to actually have some, have a life of your own because you don't have one when you're on a, someone else's schedule, like on a super yacht. Uh, whereas winter time for us anyway, um, and for other boats where they keep their crew on for the winter, you do suddenly be like, oh, I can actually build my own routine. Yeah, you can try and catch up from where you left off as well. Yeah. So, is there anything else to talk about on this matter? I don't think so. I hope that clears things up for people. Um, yeah, because I think a lot of people do think that, oh, you don't really do anything in the winter. It's like, well, we do less. <laughs> That's we do, for sure. Well, we, it's just, it, it's just very different. It's just different, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not even the fact that we do less. Like, towards the beginning of the season again, it's a rush, you know, headless chicken run around, make the boat ready for the guests again. But it's just you you get more of a schedule. You know, you allot your days of work rather than just not realising that there isn't an end to the day, so you just keep going. Mm-hmm. But once again, we thank you, as always, for listening, if you're still listening now. Mm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, thank you for all of your messages and feedback. We've had some really, really nice messages. It's re- really do appreciate it. Yeah, always get in touch. We're always going to be reading the stuff. Yeah. And we will get back to you. Yeah, and please do share. Tell your friends. Like, follow, all really the things. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, all the things. <laughs> um, next episode is the Christmas episode. <laughs> Only dogs can hear this. Uh, so we're going to have a Christmas special next episode, which will be released on Christmas Eve Eve. So we expect you to be wearing That's Christmas jumpers when you're listening. Yes. Yeah, so uh, when we record it, uh, we're going to be in Christmas jumpers and we're going to have a little drink. A little drink. <laughs> um, so we'll see really maybe, what you're like. And maybe a mince pie. <laughs> uh, and we encourage you guys to do the same. So when you listen to the Christmas special episode, Feel free to have a little tipple and maybe a mince pie if you're British. If not, I don't know what you have. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever whatever your traditional thing is. And wear your festive jumpers and put tinsel around you (laughs) with (laughs) smother yourself in fairy lights and listen to the next episode. Stand Um, by for a uh, photo. Yeah. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) So, yeah, it's all going to be all things Christmassy. Um, Can you tell she loves Christmas? I just love it. And we would have actually just come back from New York. So we're going to tell you all about our Christmas festivities in New York. So there'll be lots of news. (laughs) Lots of festive news. Because you all care so much about that. (laughs) Well, if you like Christmas, definitely listen to the next episode. If you like Christmas on boats, listen to the next episode. And if you hate Christmas on boats, listen to the next episode. (laughs) Okay. Because there is all sorts of things uh, super yacht and Christmas they sometimes go well and sometimes they do not exactly yeah but thank you for tuning in if you've made it this far massive thank you we'll see you in the next one bye